I never charge for anybody else singing. Hey guys, welcome back to season five of Dark and Lovely Pod. Your favorite podcast with your favorite host, Ohima T. And Dej. And this is a podcast that amplifies the voices of dark-skinned women. Streaming every Friday at 7 a.m. So lock in, guys. Woohoo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was annoying to me to always have to try and explain, like, okay, like, I'm creating representation, this and that, and this and the fourth. So I decided one year, I'm like, you know, I'm not going to make my art about, like, obviously it's always underlining, like, I'm representing black women. Like, that's a given. Like, you know what I mean? But I don't want to talk about it. You know what I mean? I just want it to be. I just want me painting a black woman the same way if someone painted a white woman. No one's going to be like, oh, my God. Why did you You painted a white woman. Why did you do that? I'm just curious. Like, what motivated you to paint a white woman? Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to say that to someone who paints a white woman. Yeah. Hey, guys. Hey. Hi. We're back again with another episode. Yes, yes, yes. And we have a special guest. I'll do the introduction, or do you want to introduce yourself? Introduce your friends, though. <laughs> Tell the people how you feel about her. All right, so this is one of my best friends. I've known her since grade seven. Yes, we went to elementary school. Was it grade seven? I think when so. did you come to Afro? Grade seven. Yeah, so grade seven. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I've known her since grade seven. Um, we spent a lot of time together. We've done a lot of crazy stuff together. A lot. Um, and uh, <laughs> I feel like you are one of the most genuine people I know. Don't make me cry. I feel like um, you are very free-spirited and I think you give people a reason to be themselves because you're so comfortable being yourself. Thank no you. Problem. <laughs> no problem. Sweet. So, um, yeah, this is Shantae. Hello, everyone. I'm excited to be on the podcast. Long overdue. Mm-hmm. Yes, very long overdue. All right, guys. So, what's what's been happening? Um, what's been happening to yourself? <laughs> I feel like you know what's happening. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. Like the last few days. What is today? Today's Tuesday. It's almost Wednesday. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the last few days I've just been talking to everybody about like how fun Banner Weekend was. Like, I feel like the whole weekend was pure vibes. Every event mm-hmm. I went to was vibes. Like, there was no bad vibes. Like, people were not going stush. Like, I just loved it. And like, I just love to see people in Toronto just enjoying themselves. Because I feel like we get like two months of happiness yeah. and then it's like season depression. You know what yeah. I mean? So, Literally. I just feel like I was lit. How was your guys' weekend? It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a good time. I feel like I haven't partied that much in like a year. Or maybe like since COVID. Yeah. Like, you know, where you're just like outside. You're not worried about anything. You're not worried about masks. You're not worried about, you know, you're just, you're just outside. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's true. And I feel like the thing about Banner too is like everything's like in the day. So like when you're mm-hmm. drinking in the day and like the yeah. sun is like on you, like it's not like... You get drunk, but you don't get, mm-hmm. like, as, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, yeah it wears off easily. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, I feel like you can drink a lot more and you're, like, good. Mm-hmm. It's true, though. But, yeah, you guys should have came to um, Tsunami. What one yeah. was that? That was the outdoor one in Ajax. Oh. You guys didn't see Snapchat? Mm-hmm. 
Really? I probably did. I just didn't notice. No, yeah, I was, probably did too. Was, I noticed rehab. Like I, I saw. Like, I wanted to go to school for rehab. I was like, I should have gone and stuff. Yeah, it was at Cabana, right? Mm-hmm. Was oh, Diksha went to that, right? Yeah, she was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was yesterday, right? It was yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Was there very people there? Yeah, she said it was really, really fun. Yeah, I can imagine. So, that's that's still Dr. J. Or no? I don't know who that is. Uh, yeah, me neither. Dr. J, Soka Prince. He's the one that oh, does the. Oh, I don't um, know. I'm sorry. I don't listen to that much Soka. I'm just being honest. <laughs> I know I'm pretty, but I don't. Really? I should. I like keep that for Caravan a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> no, not you disgracing your people. You're trippy and you're saying that? Yeah, I know. Uh uh. <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> don't kill me. What was I going to say to you guys? Yeah, I know, it was actually, it was actually lit. Like, it, I think that was my favorite part of the weekend still. Really? What, tsunami? Yeah, mm-hmm. because it was just like, I look to my left, I'm seeing black people. Yeah. I look to my right, I'm seeing black people. And everybody's having fun. A good time, yeah. Like, and there wasn't even that much, like, I didn't see anybody with drinks really. Like, oh. it was just like pure vibes and like yeah. sunshine. and like. So nice. Yeah, like and like dancing and music and like culture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like you see all the different flags and like it's just beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. And I even got a Ghana flag. Oh, okay. you did! Nice. I did. Um, cause whenever I go to like um, Caravana and stuff, they never are selling Ghana. I saw flags. a lot of Ghana flags at Caravana though, this year. Yeah. I, I saw too. so many. I did yeah. too. Did you see? Okay. Let me ask you guys your thoughts as Caribbean people. So, <laughs> there was um, this video that I seen on Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll show you guys after. But it was like, you know, like when um, you're about when like a section is about to cross the stage or whatever, and they mm-hmm. have like that big, big flags. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like a not country's flag. Or? Yeah, but like you know how like when you're on the road, like you'll have your little flag. Like, yeah. But yeah. then like in the section, like sometimes they'll have like the a big, big flag, yeah. like, okay. whether it's of a country or whether it's of a color of their costume or yeah. whatever, yeah. right? So there apparently there was a section named after a city in Ghana. Oh my god, I heard there was like a whole Ghana float. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So like, how do you guys feel about that? Like, do you feel like like they're taking up space like in something that's no, not, not at all. all. Not at all. I feel like at the end of the day, we're all we all are from Africa. Like, you know what I mean, and I feel like I we're like, all I'm happy to like see them exactly. Like, I'm yeah, like, I feel like in the past few years, I feel like Africa, like it's like on the comp, like you know what I mean, like people are recognizing it and like in a more positive way, you know yeah. what I mean, yeah. And I feel like that's needed, you because mm-hmm. bare people were in the quotes talking about, oh, now nah, what the fuck is this? They look like they're getting ready for war, like what are they? What? Yeah, that's so rude. stupid. No. They're just like, they're just like roasting them, and I was just like. Me and my cousin were talking about it, and she's like, honestly, like, I don't feel like that was a space for them to do that. And I was like, you know what? Like, if a Caribbean people, a Caribbean person told me that, I would accept it because, like, I'm just happy to be here. Like, I'm happy that, like, like Caribbean people make me feel welcome, like, when yeah. I'm on the road, stuff like that. Like, my friends, like, I walk with a Jamaican flag, and my friends are like, yeah, like, raise your flag. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? So I'm just happy to be here. But if somebody says something, then I'm like, you know what? Like, I hear you because... I can't say anything. It's not my culture at the end of the day. Do you know yeah. what I mean? No, I get that. Yeah, I get that. But too, I feel but like it's a celebration of like black people in general, in general. and our cultures. And I feel yeah. like even though like each island is a little bit different, and you know we're yeah. we're bringing it all together. Mm-hmm. And it, it's so funny too because like when I'm around like different types of black people, like Caribbean people, African people, but even like different countries, 
like it's so funny how similar we are yeah. but how different we are yeah you know what i mean 100 like literally like you see my nails like everybody sees their own flag in it like oh, it's so beautiful yeah like my one Beijing friend is like yeah i see the Beijing colors again people are like i see the Ganyan colors like you yeah. know so yeah. it's just it's just interesting and yeah. i feel like also like caravana is like we're celebrating emancipation mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. so like i feel like any black person could relate to that and should want to like come celebrate their people yeah. too you know yeah 100%. like it's not just like oh we're caribbean like yes i get it i get where you're coming from but like it's not just like we're caribbean so it's only for us i just don't like, want to overstep like i'm just happy to be here i'm like yo this is like i like me i love caribbean people i feel like caribbean people are more about like like life is like short like good vibes like yeah. let's have fun like yeah. you know what i mean and i just feel like that i feel like we can borrow from each other i feel like mm-hmm. there's outlooks that we can just borrow from each other and like 100%. if all of us as black people link up like it's over for everybody else 100%. yeah that's so true and i feel like it's like we're getting to that point you think so i think so I compared think to like but surely yeah i think compared to like 20 years ago of course i think we're slowly getting there yeah we're obviously we obviously have a long way to go still, yeah but like, we definitely I think, see like us supporting each other a lot more and making it like you know i'm gonna support the small black business even during covid like that yeah whole, that's true you know where it's like oh i really like i'm gonna i don't care if it's an extra two dollars i'm gonna buy it because a black person is selling it you know mm-hmm. that's very true so. that's true but do you guys feel like that's our generation like do you think our parents are changing like our parents and our grandparents and our aunties and stuff like or you think it's us it's us well, no, honestly, it's different. It's it's different because it's like where they came from, it's like they had to deal with different things. So they had to break down certain barriers for us mm-hmm. to get to where we are. You know what I mean? So it's like I feel like our children are going to be doing things that we had like we never thought were possible, you know? Yeah, that's yeah, true. that's very true. 100%. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I just, I just wish that the older generations would change their mindset because I feel like if we're being honest, like, I feel like we've all heard our parents say stuff. Like, if you're Caribbean, I know you've heard your parents say stuff about African people mm-hmm. and, like, vice versa. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like we're smart enough to be like, okay, yeah, like, come on. Like but then at the same shit. time, yeah, yeah, but at the same time, like, if you're hearing something, like, in the back of your head, like, you might, yeah, like, believe it. Mm-hmm. Not, like, subconsciously, yeah. do you know what I mean? You have to actively be like that, like, come on. Yeah. So, like, I just wish that they would grow up you know what i mean no yeah i feel like they've gotten better like my parents definitely like honestly i feel like if i told my mom today like yo i met a jamaican man and i really love him like she would love it yeah honestly my parents are very like open-minded people they would they wouldn't care if i married an african guy or or vice like they my dad is very like he feels like you know as black people like that's where we were stolen from and Mm -hmm. like those are our people too like you know what i mean even though we're not like our parents are caribbean but like you know what i mean like i feel like all of our just like our ancestor our ancestors are like from there and stuff like that you know and you know what's and so crazy way. like seeing all these caravan poles and like going to caravana and just like being outside this weekend i'm like i can't believe people say that caribbean people don't have culture like you're actually yeah. like you're actually oh but you have a story for that so my sister married a Nigerian guy, and um, love that for her. Yeah, <laughs> but 
But it was the wedding. It was like, it was just like, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare because like we felt like we were trying, like we, I felt like we were very respectful in the fact that we're like, of course we want Nigerian traditions in the wedding. And, but like, we also want Caribbean traditions in the wedding as well. And his mom literally said, you guys don't have a culture. Like straight up, like, what do you mean? Like you guys don't have a culture? Like what, what do you like? Like, you know, like pretty much just wanting everything to be just Nigerian. We're like, we're literally like, we're Caribbean, like. No, but I, I just, I just can't believe that people can say with a straight face that Caribbean people do not have culture. When like everybody like copies Caribbean culture, like I feel like they think it's like subpar, like low class. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's, that's how sad. they view. They may like they may not think that we don't have culture, but they just think it's less than. I theirs. think they yeah. think they're yeah. I think that a lot of like I will only speak for West African people because that's what I know. Yeah. But I feel like the old generations definitely feel like like. You're right. Like I feel like they think their culture is like more like rich. Yeah, like, exactly. And ours is watered down. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which like if anything, I feel like I feel like um Caribbean people, as you said, like they were stolen from the continent. Mm-hmm. So I feel like whatever local culture that they had, they preserved it mm-hmm. and were over what were able to persevere. So if anything, if we're talking like we shouldn't do a hierarchy of culture. But if we are, I feel like the people who had to push to preserve their mm-hmm. culture you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But what do I know? This is why, like, nobody, the African people don't claim me because I talk like this. <laughs> like, why are you always, why are you always on crazy side? I'm like, yo, because like, you guys are ignorant. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. I don't know. I think. Well, I think we definitely have a culture. So. We definitely do. We definitely do. We definitely do. No, all yeah. black people have a culture. Mm-hmm. Even black American people have a culture mm-hmm. that varies from state to state. Yeah. Because New York culture is different than culture in New Orleans. And it's a culture. Yeah, 100%. All black people have culture. Black culture is the culture. So we all have culture. Period. And Period. if you really look at it, there you will see things that are like similar throughout. You know, 100%. Everything. So. Yeah, man. You should just love each other, rate each other, all that Literally. stuff. Yeah. And I think this weekend was the perfect time to do that. To do, oh, I just love Caravanas. Right? It's good vibes. It's, it's good, good vibes. vibes. It's such good vibes. It's like it when you go so there, you feel like you don't have to worry about anything. Anything. Yeah. You don't feel judged. You don't yeah, feel you anything. Don't feel like, you don't, you feel safe. Yeah, like, you, know? you feel like, I, I just feel like I don't care. Like, I'm just going to dance. I'm going to have fun. Like, I'm just not thinking about anything other than just enjoying myself yeah. with my friends. I literally, like, I feel like I'm the person, like, I always, like, like, put a lot of effort into like my outfits and shit like that. Yeah. Bro, this weekend I didn't get me, me neither. Listen, I, I, I went on the road with no makeup. I went to a tsunami with no makeup. Like, I, like, bro. Yeah. I'm just trying to have fun. I'm just trying to have fun. Yeah. I was telling my mom that I'm like literally this um, caravana. I did. I usually would get like my nails done, get new outfits. It's not. I'm like I don't care. I like went to Ardeans, got myself a little jumpsuit. Yeah. And I went. And I feel like you know what. Like just quickly, like you know how like we're all like living in a world of like social media and stuff like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like this weekend, like literally, I know I had so much fun, but I have like three pictures. Same. Yeah. And yeah. like two 100%. videos. Like yeah. Because I just like put my phone away. Yeah. Yeah. Like, me too. When you're having fun, that's what you do. Though. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't pay attention to your phone. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. That was lit. 
I feel like it was just about vibes and not Instagram, which is good. Exactly. I know, and you see that with other people too, because they're all posting their pictures now. Yeah, because yeah, you know? we're like, having fun. We're having yeah. fun, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, it was a good weekend. It was a great vibe. Round two next weekend. Round so. two, yeah, we need to come. I'm going to try my best to make it. Yeah, so hopefully it's a good weekend. It'll be a great, <laughs> be a great weekend, so. I could feel it in my bones. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully you get to come. You should come. Everybody come. Everybody come to Brennaboy. Everybody come to Popcorn and Shensia. Yeah. We're outside. It's a vibe. We're Ooh. going to the club after. After the club. Really? We're going Wait, to where after. are we going? You guys tell me. <laughs> Wait, We're outside. I'm what? outside. Anybody who wants to be outside, Anyways, I'm outside. Yeah, we'll figure out a plan for after Brennaboy. It's going to be I'm sure there will be lots. After Popcorn and Shensia. I'm trying to be outside like... Out, like after the party what's the next party like there has to be another one yeah, yeah. i want to stay at parties late like i want to be outside yeah like literally yeah, when we me and my friends were at um tsunami i'm like guys i'm staying here late like yeah i'm not leaving early like we're staying late mm. i thought it was a day party it was a day party but listen those parties don't actually end no at there's time. always an after party yeah, yeah. so shantae Hi. Do you want to tell the podcast about um, what you do for what you did in school? Yeah, so I got a degree in fine arts at OCAD, so I majored in painting and drawing. Um, yeah, I feel like I developed more as an artist like my last two years at OCAD. Mm-hmm. Um, I mainly made paintings of like large scale oil paintings of like black women. Um, yeah. I have a question. I'm so sorry to interrupt mm-hmm. There was one art um, piece that you did, or I don't know if it was like a series, mm-hmm. but it was like pink. Yeah. And it was like, like I think it. one of them was like of your friend. Honestly? Yeah. A and lot she of was like blowing bubble gum. Yeah. Did I agree? Deja told me it was. No. Oh, sorry. Deja <laughs> told me it was. I, I think Brianna told me it was her. <laughs> no, Brianna's like, everyone thinks it's me. I think it's inspired by me, but I'm like, it wasn't. That was really nice. That was really nice, honestly. Thank you. <laughs> Shout out to you, Bri. I love you, but it wasn't you. <laughs> Wait, was it? Was it a painting? Yeah. Yeah. Really? I only did paintings, really. I did a few digital drawings, but mostly it's like oil paint. That's what I mostly wrote. I didn't in. know that was a painting. But if you're talking about like the really like big. Um, pink painting with the bubble gum. I also did like collage in the background. Yeah, I so, it was a collage. Yeah, so like the image of the girl is like oil painting and then I did collage work in the back. Okay. Yeah. So. Very beautiful piece. I Thank like you. it. Thank you. I appreciate that. No problem. But yeah, um, so like, is it important for you to like draw like black people and things like that? Or paint and draw. Um, I don't think I would ever paint like a white person. Um, <laughs> why? I just I just feel like there's so much paintings of white people. Why would I paint a painting of a white person? And I feel like as a black person. Yeah, I feel like I have a black mother. I have a black grandmother. Like, you know, like my family. Like, you know, like I just feel like the people that are in my life are like mostly like colored women. Shout out to my white friends. I love you too, but. 
You know what I mean? I feel like at the end of the day, like I, I think it's important to represent black women, especially in a space of art where it's mostly white men are recognized as artists. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In those spaces, like even like Radex at OCAD, like when I had my big paintings up of like a black woman, it's like I feel like that's important because 20 years ago we weren't really, you know, accepted there or like acknowledged. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like. Yeah, it's really important for me to paint like black women. Mm-hmm. And I feel like also, I want my paintings to just show like black women living their everyday lives. Like, you know what I mean? Like in a happy and positive light. I think it's important to talk about other things, but for me as an artist, I want to show us like we're so diverse. I feel like there's always the same story being told about us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, I just. I want to tell my experience. I feel like so many times people, like, you know what I mean? Like, they just assume that all black women are the same and in the same lane. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Just choose the... <clears throat> so, going off that point, um... <laughs> why are you laughing? <laughs> Sorry, I'm drunk now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're drinking a bit of vino. Yeah, yeah. So, how has or has at all your experience at school so the things that you learned how has that shaped your thinking of who you want to paint and who you want to represent in your art um i think like there was like i feel like one like a lot of things that i took in class were like they just taught me a lot of things about like race and like discrimination and like different things like that so I feel like in high school, although we like know about things like that, like we know, like we know if someone's like being racist towards us, mm-hmm. but it's usually in like a way that we can't really like understand or tell, or we can't really like, we don't know what's happening to us. But I feel like at OCAD, I feel like through things that I learned, I feel like I could more, like now at the point in my life, if someone says something to me that's like very like micro, aggressive mm-hmm. or whatever like i'm gonna say something i feel like i like can acknowledge those things now you know what mm-hmm. i mean i feel like university kind of shifts your thinking yeah in a way that you never you just didn't think that way before you went there you know what i mean it's big facts yeah, yeah. i feel like um university like makes you be like a critical thinker yeah like it nice. makes you question things like yeah. why is that like this why is this yeah. like that and i feel like the thing about university too is like I feel like people who don't go, like, they feel like we all come out having the same views mm-hmm. or, like, it's, like, brainwashing us. But it's, like, no, it's allowing me to think for myself so that I can yeah. develop my own views. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel, like, I feel like it's, like, especially depending on what you, like, take at university, it's, like, for me, I feel like I found the importance of accepting all people and all, it's, like, you know, like, when it comes to like gay people and trans people and all those things and like the importance it has on even like us as black people like we're yeah. like we want people to see us as equals we want people to see us for who we are not like the way people look at us you know what i mean i feel like we should do that the same for everyone you know what i mean i think just like understanding that and there's gay black people so. exactly like exactly. realistically like if you if you're gonna be pro-black you Exactly. You can't be homophobic. I'm exactly. sorry. It just doesn't It doesn't add up. make sense. It doesn't add up at all. So it's just like, I feel like my point of view completely shifted. And I felt like a lot of those things that I learned, I want to put in my art. 
mm-hmm. to be able to tell that story in a different medium than you know what I mean so mm-hmm. that's interesting still because like everything that you're saying I can relate to it but it's like in my writing you yeah. know what I mean and that's why I was telling you before like when we were talking earlier like when you're like oh I feel like when you're writing an essay it's like this is that like, mm-hmm. I don't think so because for mm-hmm. me like I think of myself as a writer yeah like I'm using this university shit to like make people take me serious mm-hmm. you know what I mean like I want my 100%. name to because I'm sure that you could draw and paint and I'm sure you had the passion before you went to school mm-hmm. but like I feel like it refined your art you know what I yeah. mean that's how I feel about my writing like I have this like I have the passion I have the views I have the the vim for lack of better word from African people to yeah. do that like to to write about the things I write about, yeah. right? But it's like the university thing is giving me the platform to be able to connect with people to take my work to places that all my people can read it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. So yeah. like when I write, like it's from my heart. So to me, that's my art. It's definitely a form of art. Writing is a form yeah. of art. Being able to write, I I think that is definitely definitely an artist, like an art form. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. It's a way of expression. Yeah, a way of ex- like, you know, express yourself. Yeah, and I feel like, and it's crazy because in COVID, I feel like a lot of us got more confidence to maybe just create. Create. Yeah. And even share what we create. Mm-hmm. 100%. Because, like, I've been, like, writing poems, like, since, like, high school. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I, I, just, I just always felt like they were shit. And then, like, I think I shared one. I mean, low-key in the back of my head, I still feel like maybe they're shit. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Because, like, I feel like as an artist, you're kind of, like, self-conscious about what you're doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, I, I had my little um, poetry account or whatever. That's so good. And I got the confidence to, like, share it and shit like that. So, and, like, I get positive feedback. It's from my friends. That's but, like, good. Like, <laughs> share it with me. That's I would true. love to see it. Really? I'd love I, to see it, yeah. I feel like I follow you on that account. Really? Well, I'll follow you back. I don't know if I follow it. I feel like, okay. I feel like you do. I, I probably like, do follow it. Maybe I do. I don't know. Don't embarrass me. I feel like, I feel like <laughs> you liked a couple maybe. of posts before stuff. I thought Maybe I didn't know it was you. Really? Well, well that, that's good. That means that it's reaching. Yeah. It's reaching places. No, for sure. I feel like that's true. Even like during COVID, I started a little YouTube channel and I was oh, like, really? You know, like, it's, like, it was interesting because it's, like, I feel like YouTube is seen as something that's, like, kind of, like, almost, like, superficial in a way. You know what I mean? But, like, I like watching YouTube videos because I think mm-hmm. it's very creative. Mm-hmm. So, I look at it and I feel like I when I watch a YouTube video, I look at the way, like, it's filmed and edited and different shots and stuff like that. And that's what kind of interests me about YouTube mm-hmm. is, like, the very artistic part of it. Like, sometimes the way people, like, film their videos. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was fun for me to be able to like do and be creative in that way when I felt like I kind of was overpainting for a little bit. Yeah. It was like a different way for me to be creative. And I feel like COVID, I was so bored and it gave me the confidence to post it. I feel like before I would never post like a YouTube video and feel like, okay, yeah, I'm actually gonna share this with like people that I know of me doing random, like, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I feel like you're a funny person. So <laughs> like people will, will love it or people did love it. Yeah. So cool. um, art definitely takes on different. Uh, art definitely takes on many different forms, mm-hmm. 100%. and I feel like, um, like for the longest time, like I always felt like I didn't have like any talent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like 
I feel like when you think of being an artist, you think of like painting or like yeah. drawing or like whatever. You don't think all the time of like writing. Writing, yeah. Or like poetry or like other shit. Like even like you said the the artistry of like taking YouTube videos. Like yeah. that's art. It's yeah, art know? for sure. But like you don't think of that. Yeah, it definitely is. I feel like art shows up. I feel like a lot of times with my degree, I feel like it's always me trying to defend it. Mm. In a way, I feel like going, you have to be able to like, anyone that I say, oh, you, I have a degree in fine arts. People are like, why would you do something like that? Why would you spend four years of your life going to art school? Like, you're not gonna get a job after. Like, are you even really getting educated? They're like, jealous, you know bro. what I mean? <laughs> They're jealous. Yeah, but <laughs> like you did. Yeah, I feel like I got extremely like, even though like, of course I have to do things after that degree. I feel like I like the education I got from that I feel like is priceless. And I feel like sometimes people are always like, Oh my gosh, why do you go to university and you spend so much money to go there? Like, especially for depending on what type of degree you go for. But I feel like being educated is like priceless. I feel like it's so it like I'm so happy that I feel like I'm educated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that it's the end all be all and I'm not trying to like discredit people who don't go to university or anything like mm-hmm. that. But I feel like personally, like I'm really thankful that I got to be educated in that way. You know what I mean? No, and it's true. And like why do you feel like it, they can't keep it like against black people specifically? Oh, yeah. Like Oof. there's a reason for that. Like yeah. they wouldn't be doing that if it wasn't positive. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like you said, you're not talking down on anybody, but like it's facts. Like it actually opens your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's true. I feel like being a black person, being a black woman, and going to those spaces and showing up every day, mm-hmm. I feel like you have to be recognized for that and have an applause because it's not always easy having to walk in spaces like that and you feel like people are looking at you left mm-hmm. or like you don't belong here or looking at you also like in the art world I feel like it's a time where so much black artists are on the rise and sometimes it's like I feel like people are craving it in a weird way where mm-hmm. I told you about that yeah. where it's like it's almost like you yeah, want me to example. talk about my blackness like you know what I mean? example yeah so one time i created like this painting (laughs) i made this painting one time and like i decided because i was starting to get kind of annoyed having to talk to like a whole group of white people and trying to explain things to them that they just don't understand that you just get off the rip because you're black you don't have to explain it exactly so it was annoying to me to always have to try and explain like okay like i'm creating representation this and that and this and the fourth so I decided one year, I'm like, you know, I'm not going to make my art about, like, obviously it's always underlining, like, I'm representing black women, like, that's a given, like, you know what I mean? But I don't want to talk about it, you know what I mean? I just want it to be, I just want me painting a black woman the same way if someone painted a white woman. No one's going to be like, oh my god, why did you, you painted a white woman, why did you do that? I'm just curious, like, what motivated you to paint a white woman? Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to say that to someone who paints a white woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for me, I just wanted to make my painting about something else. And like, I had this teacher that just wouldn't let me. Like, she just was like, but do you understand what you're doing? Like, do you know what you're doing when you're creating such a big painting of a black woman? Like, it's so powerful. Like, you know what I mean? Her coming from a white woman, it's like, if I'm not making my art about that, then stop trying to force that on me. You know what I mean? It's like, I can make my art about that if I want to, but like, don't try and force that on me. Like, I was listening to like this podcast the other day, with um what's her name again kiki palmer mm-hmm. yeah and she was talking about like a film that she's in and she's like oh um she's like i'm so happy that like the cast members are black but the, the movie's not about being black it's just mm-hmm. about a, a movie experience. it's just yeah. a movie yeah 
about people. It's not about black. Like, obviously, there's black people in it, but it's not about being black. You They're know what I mean? Their They're just living their life. Yeah. And that's what I also want to do in my paintings, like, just showing black women being just living. You know what I mean? Without it always having to be this emphasis on me, like, the, like, you know, like, the movie trying to explain being black. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just, like, it's a horror movie. Like, that's what it's about. And the yeah. cast members are black. You know, like, that should be normalized that, you know, black people can show up in different places and it doesn't always have to be about their blackness, you know? That's the thing. Like, I agree with that because I feel like, I feel like sometimes, like, it can come a bit, it can become a bit fetishy Mm -hmm. or, like, they, they just want access to, like, the shit that we have. Yeah. But then at the same time, like, it's kind of tricky because it's, like, anything about me has to do with my blackness like anything that i'm doing like literally everything about like of care like of course we're all human but mm-hmm. everything about the way that you see me or the way i see myself my blackness is into that no, so it's sure. like you know what i mean like no, i know what you mean but i mean like if you watch a movie that have white people in america mm-hmm. those are white people in america and it's about their life as white people in america and we know that and we don't think deeply into that because that's all we're shown all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So when it finally pops up that there's black people in a movie, it has to be based around us being black and like all we like it's talked about like, you know, like our struggles and everything. And I think that those movies are extremely important and they should be there. But I think it's also important for us to just be. Like, you know just what I mean? Be, yeah. Like sometimes we wanna watch something with a like that doesn't always have to be about like oh, you know, our our traumas and our struggles and stuff. But I would like to watch a movie that is just a fun movie but has black people in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think both like positions are important. Like even like what I said about my paintings, I'm like, I think it's extremely important when people, you know, paint things that have to do with our trauma as black people. But I wanna be the artist that you can look at my painting and have a breath of fresh air, but you're yeah. also seeing a black person. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think the thing about like um, us as a people, I feel like we don't allow each other to the space to like you see how you said you just want to be that artist that is like painting black women and we just be and like you see a black woman yeah whereas, whereas like let's say i want to be the person who kind of sheds light to our trauma based yeah. on our blackness like yeah. i should be able to respect what you're doing and vice yeah. versa yeah. without me minimizing what you're yeah. doing mm-hmm. and like that's something that one of my exactly mm-hmm. and that's something that one of my professors taught me because like in my writing like I like to amplify like everything you're saying that's what I do in my writing yeah you know what I mean but like I like I'm at the point where I'm not explaining shit like mm-hmm. in my writing like literally my university writing I'll be like I'll use like I'll talk like us like in my yeah. writing because mm-hmm. I'm like this is for us like yes yeah, I don't give you. a fuck if like my professor understands it like I want any black woman like like from Toronto to read my shit and be like, yo, that's some real shit. Yeah. Cause that's mm-hmm. who I'm writing it for. I'm not gonna exactly. write about black women mm-hmm. and use big up, big up words. Like I have the vocabulary, I have the intelligence, or else I wouldn't be in this space. Yeah. But I don't have to do that. I don't have to prove it to you. No. I have to. If anything, I need to prove it to myself. I need to prove it to my people. Yeah. You know what 100%. I mean? So, I feel like. I don't know. I got. I got yeah, passionate. I, like I don't know where I was going. You're making it accessible for the population that. That's who it's about. Yeah, you know it's what not I about mean? you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not, it's not about the white professor you're showing. Exactly. You, or exactly. the white kids in class that are trying to like grasp onto your blackness and like 
are so excited that they get to be a part of the conversation, which is nice for them to be a part of the no, conversation. That's annoying, that's but it's very <laughs> annoying. Like, no, no, it is like this very fetishized. Like, I'm so excited. I like, I want to learn more. Like, in a weird like, way. Go on Google then. Yeah. yeah. Stop asking me. But there's certain things that you can't Google. Cause I remember one well, time I figure it out. I had a class and I was talking about Black Twitter and the influence of Black Twitter. And my fucking, what do you call, a classmate, colleague, whatever. The next day she came to class and she's like, yeah, I went on the black Twitter. I'm like, I went on the black Twitter. Like, what, like, no, you read an article about it and now you feel like, you <laughs> you're know, part you're, of it now. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know. I feel like we need to. Yeah, it's like a very uncomfortable line where mm-hmm. it's like, you you want white people to be an ally to you but you don't want them to fetishize over being like an ally to you almost like yeah, you know like we're like true. you're like over emphasizing everything in like such a like it's like weird it's like and it's uncomfortable, uncomfortable. like yeah. you're trying so hard to understand something i guess you probably just don't understand and you're trying to like take everything from me to try and like explain it to you like you know i that i don't have to do that like and i don't want to one thing sorry one thing i want to go back to what you said about like the whole first like showcasing black joy versus showcasing black trauma Mm -hmm. i actually um wrote a paper about the fact that like there is pain and there's joy in blackness Mm -hmm. because like as much as like fuck we go through as black people i guarantee you if you ask 99 percent of black people if you ask them would you rather be anything other than black they're gonna tell you no yeah and that means that being black is lit it is you know what i mean despite like everything that we go through like i love my blackness like Mm -hmm. yes it has taken me a long time to get to this point Mm -hmm. especially me being a dark skin woman like liking my skin tone yeah you know what i mean but Mm -hmm. I would never trade my skin tone or my blackness for anybody and Mm -hmm. that means that there's some type of joy in it but of course there's pain in it too but they work together to just I feel like blackness is pain and joy yeah it is and even in the pain there's joy you know what I mean yeah Yeah. for sure 100% yeah I think it's important for artists especially like you like you're saying yeah to showcase that yeah we just respect each other yeah exactly and I feel like I also like there are some of my favorite artists they showcase like the pain and trauma that black women have to endure like you know what i mean and like i've gravitated to those artists and i've looked at their work so many times because i think that it's so amazing for that story to be told you know mm-hmm. especially in spaces that normally wouldn't allow us to tell that story you know what mm-hmm. i mean so for me i think both stories are so so important for us you know mm-hmm. So I know we've had lots of talks about, like, your identity as a black woman in high, like, from elementary school to high school to now. Mm -hmm. And I remember you telling me, like, there were a lot of things that I said or even my family member said to you that were, like, "Mm." problematic. (laughs) But I don't think I realized that it was problematic until you had explained it to me, Mm -hmm. you know? So do you want to talk a little bit about, about that? Yeah, I feel like, um, okay, well, obviously, both of my parents are black. Mm -hmm. My mom's just, like, a very light-skinned woman. My dad's Trini, he's black. (laughs) But, obviously, they are, they have mixes in them. But I feel like, coming from their day and age, like, being mixed is not really, like, a thing. Like, they're just, they identify as black people. That's, that's Mm -hmm. it. Their parents are black, they're Caribbean. But, yeah, anyway, so, I feel like, 
I don't identify I don't identify as a mixed person. I feel like I might be mixed presenting. Like people might think I'm mixed with something or people, you know what I mean? Like just the way I look. Mm-hmm. So for me growing up, both my parents, they just, I just always thought we're just like black. Like we just look, I just look like a black woman, whatever the case may be. So I feel like in elementary school, at some point, like people started kind of letting me know like, oh, you might not, you don't look exactly like me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. or like, you're not black. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like when I was younger, I'd have like, even though my hair's curly right now, like when I was younger, at some points, my hair texture changed. Sometimes my hair was so straight mm-hmm. that even my family members would be like, oh, you look Indian. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So for me, that was just like really confusing. I'm like, I feel like it's, if I was actually biracial, I feel like it'd be more understanding. Like, yeah. okay, you have a white mom, you have a black dad, this is why you might be mixed presenting. But for me, I didn't understand because I felt like I had a black mom and a black dad. Mm-hmm. So I never felt I like I was mixed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I didn't identify with that at all. I just thought I'm Caribbean and I'm black. Like that's how I was raised. Mm-hmm. But obviously I look like I'm kind of mixed, you know? Mm-hmm. So in high school, I felt like I got to a point where I was nervous to be like, I'm black. I don't know Mm -hmm. why like I think like you know when people say the smallest things to you and it's not everyone saying that to you but you're younger for some reason you like hold on to that you know Mm -hmm. so for me like just like random people like I remember being in a basement and I was like dating this guy in grade nine and just in front of everyone he's like stop saying you're black you're not black Mm -mm. you don't look like us like you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so just like small things like situations like that like kind of made me feel uncomfortable to like she was like, oh, I'm a black woman. Like, that's what I am. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, in high school, I got to the point where, like, I just didn't even say, like, I'm black. I just, just didn't say anything about my race. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like my race has always been, it's, like, an argument. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you're telling someone they're trying to argue with you. Yeah, like, everywhere I go, every single day, the question is, what's your background? Where are you from? And it's fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you know what I mean? But it's, mm-hmm. it's like constantly trying trying to convince people like your identity or whatever like you know yeah and who you are or whatever Mm -hmm. so for me that was frustrating and it's like I come from a family where we all look different as well true you know what I mean so it's like I can't really look to my mom and be like okay you look exactly like me like you look like the same race as me even like you know like she like she doesn't look like she's the same race as me you know Mm -hmm. so it's like I can't look to her and be like okay me and you look the same we don't yeah even if we do look the same, like, like our facial features, features yeah. and stuff, I feel like I look like I might be like mixed with Indian or I might look East African or something like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I don't identify with those races, you know? Mm-hmm. But those are constantly projected onto me. You know what I mean? I have a question though, because to what you said, I feel like that speaks to the larger issue of black people. We need to stop focusing on the differences that our oppressors told us that we have. Mm-hmm. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because like, <clears throat> we all look different, yeah. yeah. but we're the same. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I feel like we focus so much on the differences that sometimes we don't even recognize the similarities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, so I hear you, yeah. but then my question for you was like, as you've gone, cause I feel like when you're young, 
and even when you're old like yeah. unless you actively try to it's hard to step out of your experience yeah like i could sit here and be like yeah i'm dark skin i experience racism i experience colors i experience this mm-hmm. but then it's like okay what about people who are disabled what yeah, about yeah. people who are gay what about people who are trans mm-hmm. you know what i mean and that could be stuck in my experience and not understand how they might experience marginalization in a different or amplified yeah. way in comparison to me yeah so my com- my question for you is like as you've gotten older and you've become more conscious about like other people's experiences like how do you reconcile like your experience of which is valid mm-hmm. of like people questioning who you are when you know who you are yeah versus like somebody like me or deja where like nobody could tell me i'm not black like yeah. nobody's gonna say what are you they're gonna say you're black you're dark yeah. skin you know what i mean yeah and then they're gonna t- they're gonna discriminate against you for being that way mm-hmm. so like how do you kind of like consider your experience but also like my experience or deja's experience you know what i mean I feel like my experience, there's obviously, I feel like anything that's closer to white, you're going to experience privilege. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like definitely, I don't, I'm not light skin, I'm brown skin, but like, I feel like I'm still a lighter black woman. You know, I have like, you know, like looser curls and stuff like that. So I experience privilege in that sense that people are going to glorify me for the things that are not my blackness. You know what I mean? I yeah. feel like. People always are trying to tell me the parts of me that are beautiful or the parts that are less black, I feel mm. like. You know what mm. I mean? I feel like I experienced that in high school especially. How does it feel? That's kind of sad. I had a question because like, because I know, I know probably when I was younger I said a lot of things to you that were probably like, you know? I don't know. Like I feel like <clears throat> I can't think of anything. The only thing I remember is like, Someone in your family say, telling me like I'm not black, pretty much like yeah. saying like, oh you're not black, like yeah. you like you know what I mean, like that type of thing, like which I feel like I've had that experience many times where like I guess maybe they do know that I'm part black or I mm-hmm. had black in me, but they're like, oh no no no, you're not really black, like you don't you don't get it, like yeah. you know, like yeah. I like I've had that experience multiple times. I remember I was like at I worked for like this day camp in high school and I was in the car with like three other black people, like oh how do you feel being in the car with only black people? And I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah, like, like, I'm <laughs> <laughs> like what yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. You know? And yeah. I think for like, for me, like I think back then, like before I knew of like how you felt about it. Yeah. I think for me, I was thinking like you always thought of what other people said to you, like in that regard, as a compliment. As a compliment. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, like it doesn't really. So if I say it to you, yeah. it's not really. No, you know and, I mean? and honestly, like I could see how it like would be, but for me, for some reason, I think I. I didn't, I feel like I grew up with black people, like that's, yeah. like I didn't, like growing up, I don't, rem- like maybe in like kindergarten I grew up with white people, but generally my friends were all black, the guys I hung out with were black, mm-hmm. so for me, like I just feel like I grew up with black people, so that's what I knew, and I felt like those, like I feel like I'm black, like that's who I am, you know what I mean, so for people to tell me like, oh, like you are different than us, mm-hmm. in a sense, it was weird to me because I didn't understand that because I didn't come from a white mom. I came from a black mom who was just light skin. You know what I mean? So for me, I didn't understand like, why do you think I'm different than you in any way? You know what I mean? I I just didn't, I just generally didn't understand it until obviously I understand it now. And I'm much more, I'm calm. Like I know I'm a black woman and I, I don't really have that issue as much anymore where people are like, oh, you're not black or something like Mm -hmm. that. But I think, and I don't think it happened to me all the time. I think it just happened once in a blue moon and I held on to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think everywhere I went people were like, oh, you're not black. I think it happened once 
I think in my head I thought it happened more, mm-hmm. but it didn't. You know what I mean? You probably have a really mm-hmm. strong like emotional attachment. To yeah, it. and I just I think all my family like they're very mixed-ish, and we all look different. We all have different skin tones. My sister's extremely light, like light skin. Mm-hmm. And my brother that was closest age to me, he's very light skin. Chris, me and him both look very Indianish. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So we all look kind of different, and we all have our own experiences. And I also feel like. Like, my sister, she's light-skinned, but I feel like that's more of a normal mix looking. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, white and black, okay, like, you're you're black. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I feel like for me, because I looked kind of Indian and black, that that's not as normal. You know what I mean? So, like, what, what are you? Where are you from? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. No, it, it's actually interesting because, like, like I said, like, it's hard to step out of your own experiences. Because, like, because in my head, and, like, you know how you said that, um people probably said those things to you less often than in your head you know what I mean yeah in your head you thought it was way more often like I feel like I can relate with the whole like me being dark skin thing yeah I feel like as a kid or like a teenager growing up I thought that people said more things than they really did yeah Mm -hmm. you know what I mean because like I held on to it so much yeah like you said I had an emotional attachment to it yeah but it's like because I thought of myself as like dark skin like anybody who was like lighter than me or didn't get bullied for being dark skin. Like yeah. I didn't think of them as dark skin. If that yeah. makes sense. Oh, like I didn't, okay. Like yeah. I didn't think like, like for example, somebody was describing somebody somebody to me the other day. They're like, yeah, she was dark skin, and I'm like, she was. And then my friend was like, oh, it's so and so, and I'm like, yo, that girl. In my head, I'm like, that girl's not dark skin. But then mm-hmm. I thought about, it, I'm like, no, she is dark skin. <laughs> yeah. It's just that growing up, like I was being bullied and she wasn't. So in yeah. my head, I'm like. She's not dark skin. Yeah. yeah. I think but, I feel the same way too though. Yeah. yeah. Like even my sister, it's like some like you even said my sister was dark skin. She knows. I, I don't classify her as Because being you dark think skin. you're darker than her, right? Because I am darker than but her. But she's so still dark skin. See, but I don't see how she's dark skin. I don't know. I don't see her as I think dark we skin. need to stop doing that. It's it's fucked. It's a very weird thing. It's fucked. Remember when my cousin came on the podcast, I was like, yo, there was one day where me, her, my other cousin were, were in the car yeah. and like my like the cousin that was on the podcast was saying like yeah like i'm dark skin and i was like no you're fucking not yeah and then the my other cousin that was lighter than her was like i'm dark skin and she was like no you're fucking not like and it's I'm like just like constant this is a like joke. back and like, forth like yeah i feel like i've had that so much conversation with people like no you're light skin no you're brown skin no you're light skin no you're brown skin no yeah. i think she's light skin no i think she's brown skin like it's like why are we like fighting like, each other cares? over like our skin tones? Like you know. Yeah. I, okay, for me, I think there's a balance. I think it's yes, we're black, but I'm gonna celebrate me being dark skin. As you why? should. Why? Because people don't in general. Of course. You know what I mean? But I don't think it should. Me celebrating me being dark skin should never get to a point where I'm like, you're not even dark skin or oh, like you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just like you're beautiful. Like you're trying you're to black. Dark of course. Skin. Yeah, dark, like dark I, skinism. because you you know but i think there's a difference i think recognizing the fact that you're dark skin and celebrating that is very important i think we all know that there's colorism i think we we've all like seen it within our lifetime i feel like me being lighter lighter skin i've experienced clippers for being lighter and i think i don't think i feel like it's annoying if i'm with other girls that are lighter and i feel like they're constantly like glorifying the fact that they're lighter or they have curly hair or whatever to me that pisses me off like what like like you know what i mean like to me that's frustrating i feel like it's important to like what you guys are doing for this podcast i think it's extremely important to be comfortable and to be like i'm so happy i'm dark skin because there's so like i feel like 
this conversation is not talked about enough within our community and it's an ex like it's it's like a visible problem that people are so open to disrespect dark-skinned women and you know what's fucked like and this was even the i'm trying to change my research now but you're low-key making me think like should i change it because i was going to talk about colorism and how it presents differently across like the african diaspora because like for us, let's say Toronto, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like there's a there would be a consensus that me and you are both dark skinned. Yeah. But like, literally, like, depending on the context, like for Americans, like people that we would consider light skin or brown skin are dark skin to them. Yeah. Like they were trying to say that Chloe and Hallie were dark skin. Well, if they're around white people, maybe. Yeah. No, but they like as black people, they thought that oh. they were trying to say that. Chloe and Hallie were dark skinned. Uh, oh. And I feel like because of the context of that they're in, like to like to them, like they would see me and be like, You're African. You know what I mean? Or yeah. they they'll probably assume you're African too, because mm -hmm. you're dark, right? Mm -hmm. But like their idea of brown skin, light skin, whatever is very different. Then so it's like if if our ideas of light skin and brown skin and dark skin are not even across the board, then that means we're just making shit up at this yeah. point. And then we're beefing based on those shit that yeah. based on the things we're making up. Like it's just yeah. it's madness. It's you know I mean? it's literally so crazy the way that we like hyper focus on skin tones mm -hmm. is it's crazy. Like it's crazy. Yeah. It is. Like it really is. Like we're just like so like you know. Like who cares? Like who literally cares? Who literally cares. But where do you guys think like the balance is? Because I was talking to one. Um, I'm gonna call her a woman and she was saying that like because I was saying something about dark skin women like she was dark skin like she was dark like me mm -hmm. so I'm like yeah you know dark skin women right, right, right. and she's like no black women she's like women and I'm like you know what like Wait, what were you guys talking about we were just talking about celebrating like because you know like when you're drunk and you're just around mm -hmm. black women like, oh yeah. you're so beautiful black women are yeah. so beautiful yeah. whatever I didn't really know her and I'm like yeah like like dark skin women says and she's like no she's like black women She's like women, and I'm like, mm. I don't agree. Like that's not my outlook, mm -hmm. but I'm not mad at you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So like, my question to you guys is like, like what do you guys think the balance is? Like, do you think we should focus on like women? Like when we're doing empowerment, should we be like, should we be like all women? Should we be like all black women, or should we just be like, you know what I mean? Well, I think it depends on where you are. Like if it's two dark-skinned women talking to each other, you guys should like you should empower each other. You know what I mean? If you're talking to me, like, you'd probably just say black women, you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. we're empowering each other, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with being, like, I'm happy to be a dark-skinned woman. I don't think yeah. there's anything wrong with that. Like, But do you think there's a problem with saying I'm happy to be a light-skinned woman, though? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And I feel like, like, to your it's point... It's privilege. It's like, when you're looking at something that's... Like, some dark-skinned women haven't reached that point yet where they're, like, I'm happy to be dark-skinned. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So they'll say black women mm. you know what i mean yeah like they haven't reached that point in their self-identity or yeah. whatever where they're like okay i'm happy to be dark-skinned specifically and i want to celebrate that you know yeah. they'll just look at they'll just say black women yeah it's yeah. true it's very true and you know what like i'm extra i'm nervous i want to be emotional mm -hmm. but i don't know who I, I don't know who i was fucking talking to the other day i'm pretty sure i was talking to my friends but like honestly this whole weekend was a blur but a lie but um <laughs> <laughs> but like like i don't think she's gonna be like oh my gosh you're so extra but literally like sometimes when i'm sad and i want to see how far i've come i literally drive past like utsc 
and I see the construction and I see how much the campus has developed so much and I see that as a representation of how much I've developed because that that fucking school Deja knows I went through some fucking shit the fact that I got my fucking degree and the fact that I've gotten another degree I'm on my third degree after that shit I've been through a fucking lot and I never let that stop me in my education like I've listen I've let niggas do a lot of shit to me but I never let them stop my education and and that's one thing I'm fucking proud of myself for Mm-hmm. And like my dad, when he came to Canada in like the 80s and 90s, he went to U of T as well. Uh-huh. And he used, to, but he went to St. George mm-hmm. and he lived in Scarborough. And so he used to go to the Scarborough campus to study. Mm-hmm. And when I was in school, he's like, yo, like this campus has changed so much. Like yeah. he was always amazed. And then now I'm driving past it. Yeah. Like, it's changed so much. And I'm much. like, what are my yeah. kids going to say? You yeah. know what I mean? So like, it's just yeah. literally, I cannot drive past that campus without crying. Aww. Like literally. So I just think of how yeah. far, like, and I, and I always tell Deja, like, the first day that we actually chilled together when we were walking around campus, like, every time she would see a dark-skinned man, she'd be like, oh, he's so cute, he's so cute. And I'm like, yo, like, this girl really loves herself. Mm-hmm. Like, this girl yeah. really loves people that look like her. And it, and it actually really inspired me to love myself. And, like, oh. the fact that, like, I go in public with no makeup and Very I feel you. bad as fuck, like, you if you knew me, like, six years ago you would never believe the person i am today so i'm just so proud of myself and mm, like for you who i've become that's why like i was telling you guys when i go and i see a dark woman like even when i'm sober like if i, I could like, the other day i was in shoppers drug my seen this dark skin girl i'm like yo you're so beautiful mm-hmm. like i hope you know that like don't forget that like you're yeah. so beautiful and even mm. just even all black women like yeah. brown skin light skin whatever like i'll see them if you're beautiful i'm gonna tell you because like we are like black people are so beautiful period you know what i mean literally (laughs) literally we just have to celebrate each other at the end of the day when it comes down to it we really do we got the blueprints we do literally (laughs) we are the blueprint we are the blueprint Mm, you didn't pour none for nobody well i didn't know you guys wanted one (laughs) deja doesn't want one i do i'll give her a minis deja don't stress me what i'm fine we go bound for the result. Here. I think we discussed. So. Cheers to that. Oh. Cheers to Cheers. all of our accomplishments. Cheers. 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 Oh, Jesus. I think it's so nice being like in a group of friends with like. I know you have the same experience of like a bunch of like black women who are just like successful. Yeah. It's amazing. It's an amazing feeling. It really is. It's like so motivating and inspiring and empowering. And it's like, at the end of the day, like, that's why, like, my siblings are like my brother he's like yeah i want to move out to like london or something and i'm like honestly i don't give a fuck i will never do that i will not put my kids through that i do mm-hmm. not want my kids yeah. to experience like working in ontario yeah okay i don't want my kids like to experience being the only black person yeah. ever i don't i i do not want that at mm-hmm. all i feel like what i had growing up is like and i think ajax for him because my brother's like 14 years older than me might have been different yeah but for me all my friends were black or like colored and obviously mm-hmm. I had like a few white friends too and I love them to death as well mm-hmm. but like my experience with being being able to rely on the support of black women have has taken me through so many things like yes. I feel like I would be a whole different person I feel like people's idea of Ajax is so different 
to what it actually is. I know. And I feel like it's to the point where, like, those of us who, like, are from Ajax or, like, moved to Ajax or whatever, like, we try to, like, downplay it. But, like, yo, there's actually bare black people there's here. There's so like, many black people. It's all actually the most population black. of black people in Canada. Exactly. Yeah, like, period. literally all my friends are fucking black. Like, yeah. Yeah. yes, as you said, like, growing up in elementary school, of course, you have a one-two white friend, whatever, whatever. They but, were the minorities. But they, they were. Yeah. About they were. Like, it, like, in my core friend group, like, to now, to as an adult, are all black people. Yeah. Are all yeah. black. And I know all of them from Ajax. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, like, there's bare black people. I don't know why people are trying to lie. Like No, people are always, people. like, talking about, they just, like, you've never been to Ajax. Yeah. I think, like, Ajax is a place where there's, I just feel like, affluent black people. Like, yeah, that's what it is. It's like, you know what I mean? And, like. It's just a beautiful thing. Like, I love it. Ajax. Honestly, love Ajax that's too. what I'm trying to tell you. Like, and I lo- and I love that parties are this summer. Parties were in the east, yeah. like yeah. Aquario. Oh yeah. Like fucking tsunami, sunshine, fret, whatever. Like the fact that that was like five minutes from my house. Like You're the like, fact that the, I'm like, yo, this is fucking lit. Like, <laughs> I, like literally, like I was so drunk. I was in the park. I'm like, yo, Ajax is lit. I was like, oh my gosh, like you know. But don't kill me. Yeah, like yeah. no. I, I love Ajax. I'm gonna say yeah, that. I like, do. Like, like actually, my only friends are from Ajax. Like Same. literally. Same. And I feel like we just have a different experience. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah, do. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like I still claim my Scarborough roots. Like I'm yeah. gonna claim it. I'm not gonna lie to you. But like Ajax, Ajax definitely raised me. Yeah. You know me, what too. I mean? me too. Me yeah. too. I, I was born different. Really? Really? Yeah. That's so interesting to me. I well, I like obviously like my mom went to the. Scarborough Hospital yeah, and Hattie, yeah. but I was born in Ajax. <laughs> yeah. like, like you were like from like I grew birth. up in Ajax. Yeah. yeah, and I do feel like in kindergarten, and it's so funny because even like from grade one, I remember this little girl coming up to me and saying, "Sorry, my mom said you can't come to my birthday party because you're black." Oh, <gasps> mm-hmm. I'm sorry, sis. Okay. Mm, <laughs> fuck that bitch and her mom. Oh, I fuck <laughs> your mom and your whole fucking family, <laughs> yeah. bitch. <laughs> But by the time grade two came, it like was, it was a total all black 160. Yeah. It was all yeah. black people. From my move to Ajax, all my friends are black. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, I had me one too. white friend. Me too. Yeah. It was like a culture shock for me almost when I moved to Ajax. Really? Because I grew up in Markham. Like I was born and raised in Markham and it was like all brown people and Asian like, white people. people. Not even Asian. I feel like there's like a misconception. Well, where I stayed anyways. I feel like more North Markham mm. is more Asian people, but like where I was, it was more brown and like white people. Mm-hmm. And then when I moved to Ajax, I was like, bro, what's what? going on? Here? Like I just felt so much more comfortable being myself. It was just great, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Put some respect on Ajax. Right? I'm sorry. Like. And I was gonna say, I feel like we were talking about this at Victoria's party, but like, you know, when you mentioned your brother, how he said he didn't really have a problem growing up in Ajax and it was like predominantly white. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. I was remember I was saying like like he probably just hasn't experienced growing up with like black people like all that's all yeah. he knows. He yeah. Thinks it's okay. Because yeah, he's you like, know? Oh, I don't care to move out all the way out there and stuff and I'm like, I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. But you know what? We we need to make a new Ajax. Yeah, because it's gonna have to be Bowmanville. I'm, I'm getting those vibes. Bowmanville is expensive. It's gonna be, like, it's gonna be yeah. a more east. Bowmanville is very expensive. It's gonna be more east, man, because like that's like two hours away. Oh, but you know God. what, guys? <laughs> the housing market's gonna crash. So I hope so. Yeah, I fucking please hope so. do. It's it's Seriously. already crashing. It's already in the process. Like it's gonna crash. Everything goes up must come down, right? So it's insane. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like we're all trying to own a house. Like come on. I know. Yeah. But you know what, like. I feel like 
um, our parents should, like those of us, those of us who have parents that own a house, yeah. like I feel like we should encourage them to like not sell their house because yeah. like yeah. that could be a house that is in our family for yeah, generations yeah. and generations. That's yeah. true. That's what white people do. Yeah. That's why yeah, they have money. Pro- money is property. Yeah, true. Because even though like a property value might go down, best believe it's going to come back, back up. up. Yeah. yeah. So... 100%. We need Let's to keep our properties. Property. 100%. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing, guys. We need to try and get property. I know. It ain't easy. It ain't easy. It ain't easy. Once we get it, we're set. Yeah. Yeah, literally. we're set good in our life because, yeah. I don't know, life is hard. Life is fucking hard. This adult shit. It's so yeah, scary. That's what I was telling Deja. I'm like, if I get this teaching oh, job, yeah, like, like I'm like, I'm scared because it's like, I like, I feel like you can't like just like call in sick like all the time. Yes, like, you can. Like you have, I feel like you have so much more responsibility. You, have, you can definitely call in sick, but, but like just, just like not the same vibe. It's like not the same okay, vibe. I'm I'm bartending at place. I'm gonna, like whatever. Let like I'm not I'm not coming in. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> These <laughs> jobs don't give a fuck about they you. They literally don't. You like of course like. When you're like 17, 18, 19, 20, even 21, mm-hmm. yeah. you're working like, like we talked about before, it's cute. Oh, I have a job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like now, like, okay, bills have you pay. Yeah. Rent is due. Like, even if you don't pay bill, like you have to save your, like yeah. you have responsibilities. Yeah. You know what I mean? But at the same time, your mental health comes first. It's if you true. wake up mm-hmm. in the morning and you feel like, yo, if I go to work, it's gonna like affect my mental health. Yeah. Don't fucking go to work, cause God forbid if something happens to you today, they're hiring somebody tomorrow. Facts. I know, so true. So 100%. worry about yourself. Like, yeah, you might lose money if you don't have like sick pay, but you're gonna make that money back. Yeah. Money true. is not everything. You know what it's I mean? It's true. Your it mental true. health, especially the field I work in, I, like mental health and having a support system, mm-hmm. is everything. Yeah. That's so true. So put yourself first, man. Yeah. If you want to call in, call in. Right? Yeah. And even if the calling is, let me go to a party because I'm <laughs> sad and I want to go turn up with my friends. Yeah. That's yeah. mental health, too. It, it really is. Yeah. But I feel like that transition is, like, really hard to navigate. It is. You know? Like, you it don't is. realize that when you're going into, like, your your career job. Mm-hmm. You don't realize, okay, like, I can actually call in sick for my mental health. Yeah, you know what I mean. For sure. Like you don't. It's like hard to. Like you care more. You care a lot more. more. You're like, okay, this is for my career. Like I'm building relationships with these people, so I feel bad. So you don't know if like you can like let them down in that way. You know what I mean. And also, I feel like you feel like if I'm bartending at a restaurant i feel like if they fire me tomorrow i can walk down the street and go to a different restaurant yeah. and get a job yeah but like in terms of like teaching and stuff i feel like it's like you know like you key can though let me tell you something difficult. one thing about me anybody who knows me i keep a fucking job if it, it <laughs> trust me if you cheese me today i will have a new job tomorrow yeah. trust me yeah. and it'll be at least ten dollars more than what you're paying <laughs> me. Yeah. i'm not even fucking joking like and the best time to apply to a job is when you have a job yeah, From I'm at a job and I'm like, oh, you guys are kind of moving weird. Yeah. I start, yeah. I use their, anyway. <laughs> I, I apply for jobs, you know yeah. what I mean? Because you have to, like, you have to put yourself out there. You, I feel like the older generations are more comfortable with staying in a job Stay, for, like, 20, yeah. 30, like, yeah, year, like not. I'm not doing that. No, like, absolutely not. Once you're not serving anymore, like, I'm out of here. Yeah. yeah. Or if I have a better opportunity. I'm yeah, for here. sure. Like, yeah. I got to go. Like, I'm not loyal to any company. Facts. So sorry. No. To myself. <laughs> Facts. As you should be. 
Wait, I have a question. How do you guys feel about that um, Muslim apology? Oh my god. I want honestly, to, I, I want care. to slap myself in the face, personally. I think that's so... <laughs> like, honestly, I think people are so extra. Like, he had a moment of weakness, and you're really gonna, like, try and discredit him for his whole career and everything that he's done. Like, it's ridiculous. It's like, people can't be human. That's true. If I that was like a white man, he would not have to have done that apology. I don't think so either. You know what? As somebody who has a temper... And as somebody who's who's <laughs> who's yeah. tried to work on my temper, yeah, I feel like you know, like when you were in like I don't know if it's just my experience, but you know when you were like in elementary school, people were like oh I have anger management, I have anger management, mm-hmm. yeah. Like when you actually have that, or like you actually have a temper, like it's not a good feeling. Like yeah. every time after you cuss somebody, like in the yeah. moment you feel good, but yeah. afterwards you feel bad about yeah. yourself. So like. I don't know, like, I just feel bad for him, because, like... Does he have a temper, though? Yes. To get on stage and slap somebody like that, you have a temper. I feel like... I I feel like he just had a moment of weakness. I feel like he he saw his wife, like, literally crying to him, probably, for, like, six months straight about this, like, illness that she has, and then someone makes a joke about her in front of a bunch of white people at the Oscars, like... But I feel like for him not to be sorry, Jason, for him not to be able to control himself. Yeah, that's all, yeah. Like, I'm not saying he's wrong. Yeah. But I'm saying for, like, at the end of the day, like, he was justified in being mad. Mm-hmm. But for him to actually slap them, I'm not saying he's wrong or right, but he didn't control himself. You no, know what I'm trying sure. to say? Yeah. So that's what I mean by he has a temper. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to villainize him. Yeah. Because I have a temper. But what I'm saying is, like, when you have, like, when you have this thing inside of you where, like, when you get mad, you're like, yo, like, fuck everybody, fuck everything, yeah. like, mm. you actually feel bad after. Yeah, well, he, de- he cried. He yeah, he felt bad. Yeah, he definitely felt bad. And I'm not saying that he he's right in getting up and slapping him. I, I obviously not, like, you're, you should not have done that, but I don't think that they should be like, oh, you can't come back for 10 that's years. Yeah, that's or true. like 10 years. Like 10 maybe. years, and then also, like, a bunch of his projects got put on hold. Too like, much. all this stuff is like, doing way like too you're much. doing way too much. Like, what he did, too hard he worked for that. way too hard yeah. for that. All you have to say is, like, what you did was fucked up. You shouldn't have gone up and slapped the man in the face. Okay, we're moving on. We're moving he apologized. Because, like, two days after it happened, he apologized. Didn't he apologize like, at the Oscars? I don't think I don't know. Did. I don't know. I don't think he apologized during his speech. Okay. Okay. Well, but I think he did his first apology, and then like him and Chris Rock could have dealt with it privately after that, and then everyone moved on. Mm-hmm. He goes back to work, and everyone, you know, you know, says, "Hey, you shouldn't have done that. Like, you probably should have talked to him after the fact, and just move on." Mm-hmm. You're acting like he took a gun out and like shot up the place or something. Like, yeah. Relax. Yeah. He slapped somebody. He slapped somebody. I'm happy that he slapped. Like, honestly, more people need to slap people instead of busting Glenn. Exactly. (laughs) That's what my mom said. My mom said back in the day, like, if people have problems with each other, they would literally take their fists up and they would fight each other and then they'd go home. They'd put a piece of, like, peas on their cheek and they'd go to bed. Mm. And that's it. Yeah, man. It's the end of it, you know? I feel like that's that's, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you can get slapped. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. What you said was disrespectful. You're gonna get slapped. Yeah, some some people need to get. I'm yeah. sorry, but some people need to get slapped. Yeah, like, yeah. And at that particular time, like you deserve you to, to get, get slapped. slapped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. Oh, oh my gosh, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> 
Ooh. Yeah, it was intense, but like seriously. I understand, I get it. I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> been there, done that. Been there, done that. <laughs> yeah, you have. Okay. <laughs> Alright, any final thoughts, Shonday? Honestly, thank you for having me on the podcast. It was really fun. Thank you for finally coming. I know, I was really nervous at first, but it was like a lot of fun and I enjoyed having a good conversation with you guys. That's good. And your guys' podcast is amazing. I love what you guys are doing. Aw, thank you. I love it too. Yeah. All right, Alicia? What? Oh, I start. Sorry. This has been your girl, Ohimati. And Dej. And Shantae. And this is Dark and Lovely Pod. Bye, guys. Later.